0: Thank you, Carrie. Thanks, Carrie. Oh, Karen. Carrie! That's Corey. It's Corey. Corey in the corner. Corey actually has a microphone this week. So if he wants to chime in, now we have to actually hear him instead of just repeating what you're going to say. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you're welcome. You, you got a raise. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Gore Club Podcast, everyone. I am Steve Vessel. I'm Death Metal Dave. I'm Ace. Ace is the place. Okay.
1: Go for Where
0: Would you <laughs> guys go? Would you, would you all do? Go see? What, you know? What did you all get into this week, last week, whatever? I don't even remember. Wow, that's good. It was, it was it's it's great. such a blur. <laughs> I don't it, know. I do. I'll have to admit, I, I see so many movies that so many just slipped through my brain. Yeah, same here. We've talked about this before on the podcast. It's like, what movies resonate with me or that I've seen a hundred times. It's like that's, the, that's what I want. I
2: haven't seen anything that makes me go, I want to see that again. I, don't, I can't think of it. I can't remember anything that I've watched in the last. I saw Dune. Oh, yeah, I saw that, too. That's a sci-fi movie. I think. Didn't we already talk about this? We did. Oh, okay, yeah.
0: We talked about my awful movie theater experience last week.
2: Yeah, oh, yeah, so you finally, yeah, that's right. Did you finally watch Halloween Kills? I went to, no,
1: goddammit. <laughs> I was going to do that this weekend.
0: I'm going to go early to every fucking showing of everything that before it gets pulled from the theater. So uh, I missed Malignant, which pissed me off because I've just been so busy. It's okay god damn dave he's judging me if you can see this yeah, it's, it's okay you
2: can you can miss my that's fine
0: uh what else is on there i i went and saw dune today i'm gonna go see halloween kills tomorrow uh, i'm supposed to have mm-hmm. a business meeting tomorrow so i'll do that afterwards and then uh i
2: don't know well, i want to see ghostbusters that's what i want to see. Right, i meant to oh, see yeah. that
0: tonight but then uh, you know there's, there's other people in this room that would not appreciate that I thought that's mm. what you were going to see, that it was Ghostbusters. Okay. This is the funny thing. I took a picture of the stupid, because I love movie swag. Yeah. You know, when you go to the movie, you go to the premiere, and they give you keychain, or I, I've got, like, a slither, like a, I don't know, like slime ball that they gave me at the theater. Today, when I went and saw Dune, <laughs> they gave me the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man popcorn holder. Yeah. It it's awesome. awesome. Yeah, it looked great. Yeah. So I took a picture of it. I was like, hey, I'm at the theater. And I didn't realize until somebody, uh, like, started texting me. I was like, oh, Everyone thinks I saw Ghostbusters
3: today.
2: <laughs> no, you didn't. You <laughs> no. saw Dune.
0: I saw Dune, doing it.
2: Yeah, that's great.
3: I haven't watched anything new, but I Fucking did watch. Old person over here. I know. Well, I had some. I had, I bought uh, that movie, The Editor, on Blu-ray. I don't think I've seen that. It's like a. It's like a parody of like every Italian like giallo movie, ever made.
2: So is it a real parody or is it just somebody really trying to make a movie?
3: No, it's like it's like good, but it's funny and it's like super over the top, violent. Like, there's like a scene where this all
0: sounds great. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's like
3: it's it's really good. Honestly, Uh, there's like a part. I swear to God, there's like a part of the movie where somebody like rips a woman's face off and then her skeleton is, like, screaming, and then he's like, oh, no, and then he, like, shoves it back on and puts her face back on, and it's, like, all fine. <laughs>
0: That's, like, it's so dead alive, like, yeah, brain dead. It's time. very dead alive, yeah, Okay, it's, yeah, yeah. It's
3: really good. I highly suggest checking it out. It's called The Editor. Um, a- I watched that, and I watched that movie called Highway to Hell from the 90s. Oh, my God, I watched that last week. <laughs> How the hell did that happen? I think Dave, a lot did of you watch people, it, too? That I did not. Fucking weird. I think, I think it's I on streaming on something right now. I own it. Um, I think I saw it on Hulu Yeah It has like the whole Stiller families in it Yep Like Ben Stiller His dad His mom um, Gilbert Gottfried Plays Hitler
0: (laughs) In the movie In Hell Yeah CJ Graham is the uh, Is the cop Yeah like, it's, like it's, it's his only other movie besides uh, Fred of the 13th Part 6. Yeah, Hell Cop. Yeah, Hell Cop. <laughs> <laughs> and Lita Ford is in that movie. <laughs> yeah, she is. It's all, it's just like, she just. it's just like her character is just like boobs. Yeah. Like, that's what she's supposed to be doing. It's like, well, perfectly cast.
3: Yeah. <laughs> she's and, awesome. Uh, I think it's like Rob Lowe's brother. Jazz low oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yeah
0: i wish he would have been on like what was that too long or whatever <laughs> yeah
3: but like yeah it's it's like a really underrated movie i think it's pretty good i'm gonna add it the to effects, my watch list the effects are amazing Actually, yeah, it, yeah. Looks really, it looks really good too
0: yeah god damn who directed that is it um, 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 um can you look that up for us Corey, or dave whomever has the second uh but uh, it has know. a
3: very memorable VHS box cover. It does actually. Yeah. I,
0: did, I that was one of the reasons I didn't watch it as a kid because I that that weird stuck on badly photoshopped
2: before Photoshop oh, yeah. face
0: of the He's like, of the demon <laughs> sideways. Yeah, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. I'll probably own it, <laughs> it. I mean,
2: the guy's name is ate De Jong. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. Oh know. yeah, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he was nominated for a Golden Calf Award. Is okay. it?
0: It sounds like Indian. Like India,
1: I mean, maybe. I oh, know. yeah.
0: Well, I, I love scrolling through like streaming sites, and after a while, things are like not in the right, and like not not in English, and I'm like, oh, this might be actually getting actually better. And some of those movies are fucking awesome, man. Yeah. He's Dutch. Okay, I'm totally a piece of shit. This is really- <laughs> oh, by the way, so I I went back and I went, I rewatched our uh, Night of the Demons episode on YouTube, and I re- <laughs> I cannot believe I did this. I fucking, okay, like we get going and I'm like, yeah, Night of the Demons, 1989. How did no one stop me in the middle of the podcast and slap me just, with their
2: you're laptop? You were on a uh, roll. I wasn't going.
1: <laughs> Not even close. Who cares? Who cares? Uh, we're
2: wrong about things. We're oh, allowed I love to be wrong. I, I don't, don't
0: care. I love being like schooled on YouTube or in the comments or whatever, but like that one was, I was like, I what thought the Halloween fuck? 4
2: came out in the 90s, apparently. <laughs> it didn't. It came out the same year as Pumpkinhead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it did. It
2: did. So it I, was, did. I was wrong. You didn't stop me. Who gives a shit? Uh, I'm yeah. wrong sometimes. I'll admit it. I mispronounce stuff all
3: the time, too. I well, probably, yeah. <laughs> I probably said Giallo wrong or something. and Piranha. No, no, like, said Giallo like, perfectly, yeah. actually,
0: <laughs> even for an English speaking American. Uh, but today we're going to be talking about Godsmack. No. <laughs> like,
3: absolutely not. Voodoo was invented in nineteen ninety nine by the band God <laughs>
1: And
2: I quit. Bye everybody. This is the last <laughs> episode.
1: Doom doom doom.
0: What the fuck, guys? All
2: right, fine. Uh, we're talking about I'm voodoo. Back Stop. Again. Stop. Just, just <laughs> God damn it. It's gonna All get right, pulled so for like rights. Yeah.
0: All right. So we're talking about
2: voodoo as a voodoo? genre. Voodoo. 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 Remind
0: voodoo. Remind me the babe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, that doesn't count We suck Yeah oh. It doesn't count as all Count it all But, uh, <laughs> so, alright We're we gonna go through a brief history of voodoo a day brief, A brief history of voodoo And I think you have some notes, Steve I'm here to correct you, go I can't wait I got a shit ton of notes so if Either one of you or all I,
0: I, Corey, now you can chime in and go wrong uh, So, I'll, I'll start this off because I made all these notes American voodoo not to be confused with New Orleans hoodoo, by the way, or Santeria. Layman's always seem to mix it up in the movie and put it in a movie blender and just spoot it out everywhere. That's pretty much what I wrote.
2: Because <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what they do. I oh, know. yeah. I know. We're going to go over a lot of that Somebody, crap. Somebody gets a, somebody gets an idea and they're like, what is that? Voodoo? <laughs> black magic. Oh, we'll throw that in there. It'll scare all the white people.
1: Oh,
0: God. And that's exactly where we're going to be going with a lot of this episode. And uh, not to be confused with New, uh, New Orleans, actually... New Orleans voodoo is also in Louisiana voodoo, also voodoo and also known as Creole voodoo. Uh, let's see. So the history of this and what David brought up before the podcast is voodoo, is hoodoo. Uh, slaves from Africa and the Caribbean mixed voodoo, which is like, I don't really know how to pronounce it. It's V-O-D-O-U. Yeah. So however you want to pronounce that. And there's V-O-D-U-N. This is true. Vodun. Uh, Christianity, mainly Roman Catholic. Uh, forms that were worshipped by the French. It's like, it's a really convoluted fucking thing. Yeah. They're, they all just kind of put it all together when, from like the West, like I said, the West African part. And then they all, when they got, to, they gets to the New Orleans. I said it correctly, by the way. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually. No, no, I said New Orleans correctly this time. Uh, and then it's just like, a mishmash of Catholicism, these belief systems. I, it's somebody I actually saw when I'm digging through my notes, it was like, someone's like, Oh, this is one of the first American religions. I'm like, I don't know if that's did you forget about a whole native country that used to came before us? Yeah. But it's a really strange thing. Um many will point out the connections to Catholicism, that was never banned or restricted or like but they put they would restrict black people um from having large gatherings. So that definitely helped kind of Kick it back. It's one of the few religions that that weren't uh, abolished, which yeah. is kind of interesting.
3: Well, yeah, it was they. It was uh, you know, like Catholicism was forced upon them. Yeah, exactly. And it was <laughs> that's that that mixed that's, together with what they were already practicing.
2: So one thing that I found that I thought was interesting was about the the Haitian Revolution in 1791. Now don't don't fall asleep on me. Just listen. Just <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out because it has a lot to do with what happened in America with voodoo. So in uh seventeen ninety one uh, there were lots of uh, slaves because uh, Haiti was uh occupied by the French right so uh they had a ritual we oui. they <laughs> they they had they had a, uh, a a voodoo a voodoo ritual ceremony and on that night it got really got really uh lots of storms it got really got really bad outside and they took it as a sign like hey, we should kill all these white motherfuckers and get them out of our our, our country. Hell yeah. And they did.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. Poseidon. And and
2: it was was a revolution on their part. Now, when this happened, you know, you got to think, like, word of this reached America. And, uh, you know, the the French had been overthrown. And now they're gone from Haiti. And now they're their own government. So word of this got to America. And that's what really scared people. Because, you know, at that point, Americans still owned slaves. So they're 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 terrified. Like, oh, this voodoo religion gave the slaves a right to, to to, to empower themselves to free themselves. So they were really really scared of this at this point. We can't have that around here. Yeah, which which shocks me. You say it was never never you know banned in any at any point. Not outright. Not outright. Well, they would have to practice in secret, which even added
0: to its its evil kind yeah. of factor. Bullshit. Whenever we were in New Orleans, um,
3: we did like one of the tours, one of the more serious ones about like cemeteries and stuff and um and like they bring up they brought up the whole the fact you know it's like a mixture of different uh, religions and you know there's people that actually practice voodoo and they were like you can go to like a church down here you know but you know if you're going to walk in there and be like treat it like a gift shop and be like where's the little dolls I can point and like people are going to get mad at you and ask you to leave yeah, <laughs> like as they should. yeah, it's a it's a thing that people actually do that's a respected <laughs> thing it's not just you know like yeah i mean a movie device you can't just go into a
2: church and be like i got all this water who the fuck is that guy on the why is he hanging up there yeah i mean you could that would be hilarious if anybody wants to do that please record yourself oh please um, I, wait <clears> side <throat> note dave went to a wedding one time where they had the buddy christ painted on a wall yeah dude that that church is in the highlands <laughs> i'm not it's kidding it's just jesus everybody like, in this room just like what <laughs> it's just like because i walked in i walked in and my a big my, catholic church yeah i walked in it was my friend's wedding and i saw saw him him, like walking around before his wedding I was like dude and he's like oh buddy Christ you saw it too right <laughs> oh I was God. Like, <laughs> like holy shit
0: oh man uh, so I had to just side down on that part But back, uh, to,
2: back to voodoo yeah. yeah
0: but oddly enough I, I found that it wasn't really after, until after the Civil War the one white people fight, they tried to really suppress it that way people, people were rounded up and they were fined et cetera but nobody was killed you know on record
1: yeah.
0: but it wasn't until like after the Civil War before that it was fine hmm That's how you could have your cliche if you're going to, you know, as far as voodoo is concerned, like chickens and animal sacrifices, which they still apparently is part of that, uh, of their, you know, their religion. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) White writers at the time tried making claims that voodoo was helping black men communicate with white women. Oh, no. Of course, that's something that they would have That's exactly what I found. And I was like, holy crap. And all the things that I'm actually reading are, I I double checked. I just don't go to one (laughs) website and go, sounds good to me, man. Yeah. I don't do that. So that, that was one that kind of disturbed me because, of, but then again, nothing really surprises me when it comes to anybody trying to suppress anybody.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, you can get oh, going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to cite your sources. You didn't go to Breitbart. For oh, it's that true. I went, to, I went to Joe Rogan's podcast. Uh,
0: it does not have, to, okay, from what I found, it does not have a sacred text or a book to pull from. It's actually mainly an oral tradition. The religion is passed from generation to generation by word of mouth. It's mostly matriarchal religion, which also makes, you know, how dare you? Because women fucking rule, and this is not going to be a thing. A lot of ancient religions were very women empowerment, or they were actually worshiping women deities, gods, and things like that. Can't have that over here in the Americas. Um, Let's see. (laughs) Yeah, That's my next note. We can't have women having power. (laughs) <laughs> the priestesses are known as mothers and there is with the four phases of the Voodoo ritual which are identified by songs that are sung in preparation invocation possession and farewell and the songs are supposed to open the gates and allow deities to possess humans but not necessarily in a bad way but you yeah. just you spell out the word infidel or possessed and you're just like oh that's an evil thing it's like <laughs> wow well, man not all the time yeah <laughs> not every day
2: You so, keep going. Oh, okay. <laughs> you guys can chime in anytime I, you I'm want. Waiting, I'm waiting until we get to Live and Let Die, the James Bond film. Live and Let Die. So we still got another
3: uh, like 250 years till we get to 1932 where White Zombie comes
1: up. That's
2: right. We could skip forward a little bit <laughs> to forward. White Zombie, the first, the first movie about uh, voodoo that uh, prominently stars Bella Lugosi as a voodoo master. <laughs> because that's Bela. that's very that's very believable. They're like we're going to take this religion and put the whitest dude in Hollywood in it. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> now this movie is made in like what came out in 1932, and mm-hmm.
0: is also known to be the very first full-length zombie movie of all time, like the yes. first one ever
2: made. Because that's what you know. With, with voodoo, there's zombies, not like Walking Dead zombies. They're just mindless no. people. Yeah, better f- controlled. One of
3: the fa- one of my favorite things I read about, they were talking about how, you know, pre-Night of the Living Dead, zombies were victims, as not so much when Night of the Living Dead comes out as they're the people making you the victim. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, you know, like, they're just, you feel sorry for zombies in old, the old, the original kind of zombie movies, whereas then, like, George Romero's like, no,
0: you're a victim now. <laughs> yeah, he mixed uh, yeah. I Am Legend, a book by Richard Matheson, and... And, and the idea of ghouls. Yeah. And there you go. And yeah. he's like, no, we're doing something different here. Yeah. And uh, if I remember correctly, just because I had the script upstairs, they didn't even call them zombies in the movie. The original title was, the, I think it's the Flesh Eaters, and they called them ghouls throughout the entire script. So the word zombie, I still haven't really thought about where that came from and how they put it all together, but I mean, it's obvious. Right before that, you had Plague of the Zombies, and then you get that, and it's like, that's completely yeah. fucking different.
3: There's a tagline for this movie that I wrote down, which is... They knew this fiend was practicing zombieism on the natives, but when he tried it on a white girl, the nation revolted. <laughs> You're like, of course, that's
0: a tagline for, from 1932. Hell yeah, it is. Yeah. So, this is made by the Halperns, uh, the, the brothers. They wrote and directed, I think, produced it. I could be wrong. For like nothing, like $50,000, I think. Yeah. And, they, and I think Bella Lagozi got $5,000 of that. Gosh, yeah, that's good in 1932. money. well, that's the thing is like he had just done Dracula and I think Murders in the Room org, and the people didn't understand why he would do a low budget film, yeah, uh, five thousand dollars in 1931 (laughs) going into 32, yeah. So, this is based on the Magic Island by Will Seabrook, who also wrote the definitive book on voodoo at the time. (sighs) So, Bella is, yeah, he's the voodoo master, he owns like what is a sugar mill. Is that what that yeah, is? Sugar like sugar, yeah, sugar, sugar. Yeah, yeah. And it's got nothing but zombie workers. I'm thinking they're trying to tell us something there. Yeah. <laughs> I control you. And then he, he does that hand gesture. Yes, that, he does the hand thing. Yeah, which is... like Martin Landing <laughs> made fucking even more famous in uh, Tim Burton's uh, uh, oh, Ed Wood. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, this movie was, uh, was touted by Vanity Fair as the worst movie of 32, so. It was made. <laughs> wow, what was the Van- competition? Vanity Fair.
1: <laughs> it was
3: made in 11 days. Yeah. 11 yeah, days. Bill Lagosi's name in the movie is literally
0: murder. <laughs> it's like murder <laughs> legendre or something like that. It's... He, Yeah, and, and we are still talking about this movie. I mean, it's influenced, obviously, Rob Zombie. It's, it's influenced so many people who, who, who may have never even seen the movie and you just say white zombie as long as they're not like a metal head they'd be like oh yeah I oh yeah they're just if like they ha- devil man devil man <laughs> No, no
1: no <laughs>
2: if they haven't seen the movie they can go to one of their like 50 horror film collections and I guarantee they own it, it oh,
0: everybody owns this whether they know it or not <laughs> yeah they did a direct re- uh, I mean, uh, sequel to this called um, Revolt of the Zombies and I had not seen that movie in forever I have it on VHS in one of those box sets you were just talking about I'm looking around the room trying to find it but I guess yeah I couldn't find it, so i didn't watch it but i remember it's like the t- it's like
2: couldn't you, find it on youtube steve
0: man actually no i couldn't i looked up a couple of movies uh you were talking about king of the zombies in 1941 did you bring did you actually get a chance yeah, to watch I, I watched
3: i didn't watch it re- i watched it uh like a, it was on another one of those big box sets of like 50 movies and i was going through and like actually trying to watch all those like during covid when everything was Holy closed shit so i was like i'm gonna watch all these movies they've been sitting in my shelf and King of the Zombies was one of those. Um, and it, it was actually better than I thought it was going to be. Um, okay. It was
0: actually, it's more of a comedy than anything. No way. Uh, <laughs> it's, well, those big box, like, free movies things are, like, all, like, in public domain. I'd I never get past, like, Creature from the Haunted Sea. I'm like, oh, I'm done. Yeah. But it's, like, it's
3: uh, an evil doctor working with foreign spies in control of zombies. And it was also nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Score for a Dramatic Movie. Holy shit. King of the zombies. Um, that's but, rad, man. Yeah, I know. And the the main the main dude that's in it, who's like the comedic relief, um, his name was like Manton Moreland, okay. who was a big comedy guy at the time. And they basically, the only reason I bring that up is because they put him in the movie because there was a Bob Hope movie out at the time called Ghost Breakers. Yeah. That was a really big deal. And they're like, oh, we got to take this king of the zombies and make it funny if we're going to make money on this thing. So they put him in it as comedic relief, which Ghost Breakers is the original thing that I think Dan Aykroyd was referencing when he made Ghostbusters years later. A little bit, yeah. Kind of, yeah. He was basically, I think at one time they may have called it Ghost Breakers. They before did. Film, before
0: Filmation was gonna, not going to sue him or whatever for using yeah. their Ghostbusters that he took. Absolutely, yeah, because Ghostbusters was a live-action television show and a cartoon before yeah. Dan Aykroyd. The Called real, Ghostbusters, yeah, the real Ghostbusters yeah, they had to do stage. that for the cartoon. Yeah, yeah.
3: real Ghostbusters.
2: Uh, I also put uh, walked
0: with a zombie up there, 1943.
2: That is another uh, sort of you know slap voodoo into a movie, and you know it's you got you've got a bad guy, you've got voodoo, yeah. But uh, this one was a little bit different because it wasn't like if you watch it, it's if you watch this and White Zombie together, White Zombie's more tongue in cheek, like ooh voodoo, and this one's more like this is what happens, and it's more. Um, according to things I've read, it says it's more true to how voodoo was. Now there's still some corniness and some cliches in there, but better.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they tried. And they it's tried. kind of an artsy they, ending. Yeah,
2: yeah. They, they this you know it was made in '43. They could have kept with the the boogeyman sort of theme, but they break away from it a little bit and make it more more of a. Less, less of a satanic cult, I guess. That's I guess the best damn, way to say it.
0: Yeah, it. It's, black, it's a black magic. It's a satanism. It's just like, uh, you're, mixing, and you're mixing all this whole bag of bullshit up, and then you're going to make a scare tactic out of it. I mean, like, you know, like, this, yeah, I thought about this as I was writing some notes for this episode. This time last year is when we did, I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, we did our very first witchcraft episode. Mm.
2: Oh, yeah. That dude didn't know a lot about uh, Warlock he was very upset oh. <laughs> yeah we
0: had uh, we had jay gravat who is a uh is a practicing witch uh, on the show and uh we went through it and, he, and it, to be honest he was just like you want to see a real movie about witchcraft watch a documentary yeah <laughs> i mean that's a that's as real as you can get
2: i don't you know? know man he was really on Witchfinder general
0: we, of course you know <laughs> i think those movies we talked at, we talked about at the time it's like there's movies that endear themselves to you but you know they're not real like Everyone likes The Craft. Everyone likes Wicker Man and all these movies. It's like, yeah. yeah. And here we are. We're talking about voodoo movies. We've got Plague of the Zombies, Children Shouldn't de- Play with Dead Things, Scream, Blacky the Scream. We've got uh, so many up there that aren't really zombie movies.
2: Yeah. I mean, not zombie movies, not really voodoo not movies. Not really voodoo. Yeah, yeah. I not- mean, Scream, Blacky the Scream comes up on a lot of lists. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, you don't have Sugar Hill up there. I don't. Son I of did a bitch. watch. I watched Sugar mm-hmm. Hill. Oh, fuck yeah. I really wanted to rewatch it because it's on Prime. I yeah. totally forgot to put it up there. But I forgot to watch it. Uh, Ace,
0: go into it.
3: It was pretty good. I got home from work today and watched it. Um, fell asleep, missed the end of it. I wish I'm going to go back and watch so it. See, it probably it has hurt. a really good ending. <laughs> so the ending's probably really good. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so the woman's name is Diane Sugarhill, and she right. is hell yeah. Uh, gang breaks in, kills her boyfriend Langston. She goes and meets this voodoo woman. She raises Baron Samdi who's also the same name of the guy from, 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 from Live uh, and Let uh, Die. Is <laughs> it, is it, and see, that's from
2: Hoodoo. Baron yeah. Samedi is, now, is not Now, is it Samedi because of, yeah, I think... Don't he they? says
3: Samedi in the movie. I always said Samadhi.
2: Samedi, Samedi yeah, that's what they said in James Bond. That's what sure. I thought. But well, in the
3: movie, he says Samedi like, He's well, like
2: I'm I'm gonna, Samedi. a hundred times. I'm Baron to I'm going to believe that, that
3: one more.
0: I said mm-hmm. it the way you said it, and it's funny because right behind Ace's head is a like board game from when I was a kid called Nightmare, and mm-hmm. they had... Like extension, uh, we call it expansion packs yes. or whatever. And one of them was he's one of the ghosts from Nightmare who you use him in the other one. Oh, wow. Like, you know, expansion packs. If you've never played this
2: game, it's a board game that you play while a you play a VHS and somebody just gets on there and fucking yells at you and makes fun of you for being old. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> yes, like NK Power. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that's that. But and I always thought Baron
3: Samdi was just that guy from Goldeneye from nintendo 64 <laughs> no man he's got Little
2: deeper, did I know.
1: deeper, that deeper roots awesome.
3: than that game is awesome
0: yeah that game is fucking awesome
3: but uh they raise so she gets this guy so they go out in the jungle or in the swamp and raise baron samdi and he comes up and he's like ha, 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 and he has like his two like dead wives um and he raises an army of the dead that's right and they have these big silver eyes <laughs> Like, they just have big pieces of silver in their eyes, and it looks crazy. They're all covered in cobwebs. It looks really cool. It sounds very faulty They're all going around getting revenge on all these guys, and she, like, catches one of these uh, dudes, like, on a dock somewhere, and she's, like, calls him, like, a white devil, and you're like, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, like,
0: and they just kill the shit out of him. <laughs> See, that's the kind of movie I, want, I need to go buy. I want to own something like that. I, I Scream, Blackula Scream is one of those rare instances, especially back then, where the sequel is better than the original i love blackula but scream black scream has for one pam greer badass yes you know? uh william marshall is i think he's just found his role even though he'll never play the character again it's just it's it's shot better <coughs> it looks better that the, the 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 soundtrack is badass all the things that I, you keep hearing me talk about on this podcast are the things that i, I value most is like it's like it's just a whole mood to the movie it's just a better movie and it's directed by the same guy who did like count yorga yeah. So he knows his shit.
2: Well, I mean, speaking of uh, Sugar Hill, it's directed by uh, Paul Malansky, who is also known as being a producer. He was the executive producer on Race with the Devil.
0: Oh, a little fond at work.
2: And Police Academy, one through six,
0: <laughs> one through six,
2: <laughs> seven. No, no, he did mission. He did Mission to Moscow too. Oh my God. <laughs>
1: man oh. that is an
2: eclectic how do you do that i don't know he also did return to oz man this guy had his hands in that's fucking everything oh yeah I mean, that's he,
0: a movie if you have not seen I'm and sure. he also he was a writer on police academy
2: but he was uncredited oh, it means he yeah. paid somebody a lot of money yeah he was in it man the only only movie he's ever directed was sugar hill so good job dude
0: that's badass what a great uh credit to have on your name um, I put Plague of the Zombies up there. It's it's that Hammer zombie movie that they made. Very same thing. You got a yeah. white guy who's mixing <laughs> magics because it's not just pure voodoo. And then he raises these people who are workers at his mill on the side of this hill. It's like the plantation over, and he just wants to kidnap white women. And and but he's white. It's a it's it's actually a really good movie, and the zombies are really awesome looking. Yeah. But it's got nothing to do with real voodoo. Yeah. It has... It's just a horror film. And, uh, and I, if you haven't seen it, you really should. It, I love that movie. But it's it's just the cliches that we're talking about. Children should not play with dead things. Also known as shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't. No, shouldn't. That's a great movie. Uh, directed by uh, Bob Clark. Written by Alan Ormsky, uh, who also plays Santa in... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he does. Christmas Story. Uh, let's see. That came out in, like, 72. So the tagline... I remember this. You're invited to Orville's coming out party. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a good time. <laughs> it is a good time. Now, here's the funny thing that I didn't actually know until I did some homework on this episode is that this movie is, a, is, a, is actually big in the gay community because mm. two of the main people are gay characters. And they're not, I mean, they're a little cliche, but they're not negatively. They're like, nobody's yeah. being like awful or like, yeah. oh, you know, they're not being demonized. So that's awesome. I, I totally didn't even put that all together, but it's true. Alan Ormsby, who plays the main guy, who you know brings back Orville. There's not even yeah. there's not even like any kind of real voodoo till like the end of the movie. And of course, it's not voodoo. No, <laughs> it's in Florida. I love that. Uh, they 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 film this back to back with the other Bob Clark movie called Death Dream, which I highly recommend. Oh yeah, that movie's good.
3: Yeah, it is. Yeah, talk, yeah it
2: is. Talk about another good career, man. Bob Clark, Black Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Story, right? I mean, he's got all the holidays uh, Porky's,
3: covered.
0: Uh, Porky's, yeah, yeah, he did. He just jumped around genres. He did one of my favorite Sherlock Holmes movies. It's him versus the uh, uh, the Jack the Ripper. It's fantastic. It's called Murder by Decree, and uh, it's fucking amazing. He made it the same time, around the same time. He right before um, he did Porky's, this movie, and then I believe a Christmas story all in a row. So a good time. He was going to do a remake of Children uh, shouldn't play with dead things, but of course he died. So that mm. sucks. Yeah, boo,
1: boo, death.
0: I got Zombie Two up there. Zombie 2. That's electric classic. Electric
3: Boogaloo. <laughs> zombie 2, Electric Boogaloo. So <laughs> Zombie 2, also known as Zombie, also known as Zombie 2, uh, is very confusing because you're like, well, which one was Zombie 1? And you're like, well, that is Zombie 1. And you're like, well, why is it called Zombie 2? you like, well, because it's uh, called Zombie 2
2: over there, called Zombie here. Yeah, well, it's very confusing. You're trying to, trying to make some money. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> They're
0: making money off of Dario Argento's cut of Dawn of the Dead. In, in Italy, he had the rights, there was the agreement between uh, Dario Argento and George Romero, is that he could have his own cut in his own country and rename it. He, did, he added different music. Like, if you buy, the, like, the box set now, it's got, yeah. like, the Spanish version, or the, the Italian version, uncut version, all these other different versions. If you just watch the Dario Argento movie, it's called Zombie. Yeah. So here's Faulty trying to do something awesome and cash in. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I wonder if these guys like secretly hated each other. Like, Faulty just calls them and be like, hey, motherfucker, guess what? I'm going to make a movie called Zombie 2. There's nothing you can do about <laughs> it. It just hangs up. Yeah. <laughs> Eat that. <laughs> calls them at 3 a.m. just to let him know.
3: It's even more confusing because the sequels, it goes like Zombie 3, 4, and 5. But actually, Zombie 5 is actually the fourth one in the series, even though it's called Zombie 5 Killing Birds. I love you. Ace. It's, sort of, it's super confusing. <laughs> well, okay. There's other movies called Zombie that are sequels to those movies that have nothing to do with it. I have two different movies called Zombie 4.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> <or> <laughs> Zombie 4, Zombie 3, it's all kind of. It's it, Especially back when the box set <laughs> came up from like different. Anchor Bay, I think they put it out. And that made it even more confusing because you have, you know, Black Demon, and yeah. like it's supposed to be. Demoni 3, which is yeah. Demons 3. It's like, it's all, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Is that Zombie 3? You're, you're confusing the shit out of me. Yeah. But that's how it you know, We've talked about this before, is that when things get renamed or even just put out at a different time to cash in on, this, on somebody's property, yeah. it happens, man. It's literally like Italy. Oh, there are no copyright laws there. <laughs> Before,
3: I know, it's you like, can we're do just whatever you it. want It's like, oh yeah, you got a movie called Terminator? I'm making Terminator 2 shocking dark
1: <laughs> Nothing you can do about it <laughs> Shocking dark Well, I'm
0: sorry, but Lady Terminator is
3: actually pretty
1: good <laughs> And Lady Terminator, it's sorry. great. Before
0: the internet was actually useful I looked for Zombie
3: 1 for like years at conventions <laughs> Before
0: I could figure out but that's, that didn't exist. You already yeah. owned it the whole time. Corey chiming in. You scared the <laughs> shit out of me, by the way, because nobody's mouths were moving <laughs> that I was looking at. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Telepathically. Oh, God. Okay, so the thing about I remember about Zombie 2, when I when the Internet actually became a thing, I'd sneak down during the work times and get on the – remember, like, the lap, like a, was it the computer room? Everybody at, has a computer room Yeah, right. but not at work. It was a cool thing. Yeah. Fuck You guys, all right. <laughs> Was the, the writer for this movie has more credits under his name than Argento or Fulci or even Bave? He this guy wrote like Shock, he did Cat of Nine Tales, he did all of Fulci's uh, uh zombie trilogy, like Lovecraft trilogy, uh, Amityville 2. He's done so many things. New York Ripper, um, I should have made notes on all this, but I didn't. I'm just pulling it out of my head. But that guy writes some of my favorite Italian movies. I fucking yeah. love him, he doesn't get enough love. So, there you go.
2: Well, from there you go from seventy (laughs) nine all the way to eighty seven. You
0: can't go past Zombie Two
2: without
3: talking about a shark shark fighting a zombie. Yeah, well, yeah. Music by
0: uh, Fabio Fritzi. Yeah, that's uh, a
3: great soundtrack. Um, That scene with the zombies walking down the Brooklyn Bridge. That was a big deal. It. That, <laughs> was, was, like, that deal. was like
0: that times uh, 28 days later. They're like, how yeah. the fuck did they do that?
3: Yeah. Which, yeah, it was really cool.
0: When you're looking at it now, you're like, it's supposed to be like an
3: apocalyptic scenario where like the zombies are coming to New York. But like underneath them, it's just traffic as usual.
1: <laughs> just,
3: there's still cars driving by. Like we couldn't stop this part of the bridge, or
2: like just film it. Yeah, just film because people because people in New York be like, "Get out of my way, you douchebag!" <laughs> yes. Oh man, so I, I got places to be because <laughs> people <laughs> in New York are fucking rude. Yeah. but I won't elaborate. Anyway, Zombie Two, oh. all the way to Labyrinth.
1: <laughs> Labyrinth. <laughs> Labyrinth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we are going to do
0: a dark uh, fantasy episode. I think we should, and it would be fun to include that. Uh, on it. Well,
2: we could do that, but he does sing a song. Yeah, he does. Yeah, about voodoo, Steve. Voodoo? <laughs> <laughs> That's not the song. I mean, I guess. I don't know. you would have to sing the rest of it for me before I would know. <laughs>
0: fuck off, <laughs> Go man. ahead, Steve. Oh, my God. Fuck off. No. Uh,
2: all right. Oh, all right. God. That's fine. I've
0: got Angel Heart up there. Damn. We already
2: talked about this. I'm bummed now. Uh, <laughs> damn it. Uh, we did talk about Angel Heart. We did. Um, we did a whole episode on Satanic Panic. Yeah, it was good. And that came up. An angel heart with, uh, with, uh Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke, yeah. R- 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 Bobby De Niro. Robert De Niro, yeah.
0: Issa And I did find out uh, that I didn't remember, I didn't find, I didn't know back then, didn't remember because I didn't know it, uh, that Dustin Hoffman was going to play the Mickey Rourke ca- character at one point. And I was like,
2: what, what the <laughs> fuck? I think he did Rain Man instead
0: and made guess, a whole I, lot more money. I guess, man. They were supposed to do a remake of Angel Heart in 2007, I think, or 2009. And It'll happen. Nothing, it, it should, it's a great book and it's a great idea. I think the movie's actually better than the book book which is interesting because it's the same like he wrote his own screenplay originally and then alan parker took it over and was like no we're gonna add in new orleans and then we're gonna add this in i mean it's all suggested in the book but they don't go they all just stay in new york i thought that was the best parts of the fucking movie yeah. so there you go angel heart we're not gonna go back over it again no we
2: shouldn't we shouldn't but it was good it was good uh oh lots man.
0: Of, that's one of my favorite
2: lots, uh, lots
3: zombie of- movies Probably the only... Uh, there's Robert, no zombies in it. There's weird, zombies in it. Just, Robert De Niro's probably the only horror movie he did. I mean, I can't think of anything else that he would have done that would have been remotely horror. I'm yeah. not even going to fucking try to think of it. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I don't know. That's <laughs> a, I can't think of anything else. Cape Fear is pretty fucking terrible. Cape Fear. sorry. Cape I, fear, Cape sorry. Fear, Cape sorry. Fear. There you yeah. go. Yeah, sorry. I'm an idiot. Nerd. No, you're not an idiot. <laughs> it's
0: just so hard to take keep track of so many movies, especially when you're on the spot in front of a microphone. Yeah. God, yeah, I love Cape Fear so
1: much. Speaking
2: speaking of oiled up bodies... What a great remake. Zombie Nightmare. Zombie Nightmare. Yeah. That's a good way you talk about Cape Fear, and you've got Bobby D, like pumping Some Iron. Now you've got Thor, John <laughs> Michael Thor. I call him Milky John Milky oh. Thor. John Milky Thor. God, he'd be the worst person to fucking be in a room with. So we the de- did. We talked about this on the
3: heavy metal episode. We did, um,
0: but something I didn't. Uh, well, I we maybe discussed. I can't remember. But we the thing about this movie is, did John Fasano direct it or did he just write it? Because like Jack, uh, what's his name, Braveman? Yeah, yeah. Like I think from what I read recently that I didn't know then was that John Fasano pretty much directed the whole movie yeah it
2: says he's uncredited
0: well of course you know you want to take credit for something I mean you know maybe he saw the final
2: product and he's like "Eh, he added like oh (laughs) I'm only going to add an hour
0: onto the movie is that cool yeah
2: This is the fucking director's cut, like Dune. There's a five hour copy of Zombie Nightmare out there somewhere, guys. Go get it. It's an Alan Smithy version. It's just there's there's another hour of Thor oiling himself up and fucking arm wrestling the devil. Yeah, Vinegar Syndrome is going to put that out next year.
1: (laughs) Black Friday's coming up, guys. Hey, I've got friends
0: who work there, man. I'll (sighs) I'll put the word in. Please
3: don't. Uh, So that movie's uh, the movie there. uh, It's its whole voodoo tie is. uh, he gets hit by a car full of teenage stereotypes. She's talking about Milky. Yeah. John Milky Thor. He's a softball player, but he plays baseball. Um, they get a Haitian voodoo priestess, resurrects Tony as a zombie, and uses her powers to guide him to the teenagers, aiding him in his revenge. Yeah, that's right. And that's, <laughs> it, it is a
2: revenge movie, and there's, there actually is a lot of voodoo in this quote-unquote yeah. voodoo. Could you imagine if he kicked your door down? <laughs> like, I'm here to fuck shit up. Yeah, in a baseball cap <laughs> and some armor. It's like I'm bringing thunder, thunder on the tundra. <laughs> He's like, did fucking who who let fucking He Man out? What the fuck is this shit? He did look just <laughs> like He
0: Man back then. How did they get Adam West? Did we even discuss that on the oh, heavy metal episode? How did no, they get Adam West? Right. Tia Carrera was like nothing. She's like yeah. nineteen. You know, throw money at somebody who you like throw me money at me at 19
3: i'm like okay i'll be in it adam west was uh that got him because he was post batman pre-family guy yeah. <laughs> oh yeah in that weird middle ground where everybody was like who the fuck is adam West? you gotta work man you gotta work yeah.
2: sometimes you gotta do things you're not proud of steve and sometimes those things are zombie nightmare
0: <laughs> <laughs> It's not
2: good yeah. I, I i like it because i love
0: as we say this piece of shit but uh it's not a good movie no, it, it's it's uh, a it's
3: a really good episode of Mystery Science Theater three thousand. <laughs> it is on there. Yeah,
0: that's right. I forgot they did that.
3: Yeah, that's fucking great. It's also got Motorhead at the beginning of the credits. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Good soundtrack. So what is what is the next one, Steve? What My is that? Serpent in the Rainbow. Oh yeah. Ooh. This Dave, might go, be the Wes Craven's scariest film, hands down. So Dave, Fight me.
0: To, yeah, Dave wants to put this out there. So <clears throat> hit us in the comments on the YouTube channel and be like, what? it is,
2: it is like, oh, you scared of spiders? We got those. You scared of being <laughs> buried alive? We got that, too. You want to be buried alive with a fucking spider? We got that. Snakes? <laughs> we got that. I mean, somebody gets their fucking nutsack hit with a railroad tie. Yeah, it does. Do, yeah, oh, it does. Yeah. <clears throat> it's, it's a vicious, vicious movie about some Harvard prick that works for Big Pharma that goes to Haiti to get... Drugs, because they send them out on these. They send them out on these trips. They're like, go to this rainforest and find this drug. We can help people because we know what all pharmacy companies want to do. They really just want to help people. Money has nothing to do with it. <laughs> yeah. No, God, I couldn't. I can't believe <clears throat> you would suggest that. And you know, he just goes to Haiti. He goes to Haiti, and he's like, I'm going to find this because there's a drug that that brought this guy back. And this is before the internet, so he saw a video. This guy came back to life. Yeah, he's gonna go find this drug, this miracle drug. Which I don't think that was
3: enough evidence for me to like hop on a plane to Haiti and <laughs> just yeah. in a war torn
2: country and try to. Find Dude, a- people went to the woods to find fucking Bigfoot. Did you ever see that video? <laughs> <laughs> that might have been more believable. Yeah. Well, that that is that is
0: Pullman's job, Bill Pullman, Who's actually actually amazing in this film. This, he's really good. This is
2: before he was president, right? Oh yeah, yeah. way okay. before,
0: way before. And uh, let's see. It's, oh, it's what's the
2: guy? I had to write it down. Moke um, okay. Yes, he is awesome, and you will you will not know his name. Most people won't know his name, but if you saw him and heard his voice, oh, oh man, he's terrifying. He's so good. He's, he's one of my terrifying. favorite bad guys. I, <laughs> yeah, like, I, want I want to him. hear you scream. Yeah, I want to
0: hear you scream. He's like, <laughs> like ah. he's Captain Petrov in this, and he's in Waterworld. He's in Vampire in Brooklyn, and he's also in Oz, the TV show. Yes. So yeah, that every time I see that guy's face, I think of the scene. It's like five minutes in, where like the he goes to get the uh, he gets something else. Like I think he's in Brazil or something. He's in like the Amazon. That's, it's really hard to tell because it's just like, oh, you know, there's dark people and there's yeah. there's a woods. I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Witch doctor. <laughs> yeah, it's a little raises, yeah. but like where he closes the cloak and then Bill Pullman opens it and it's oh, yeah. his character just shaking, looking at him. I'm like, oh, I'm in. I'm, I'm dick. I'll just do this. I am yeah, balls deep in this the, movie. The
2: movie's really good. It fucks with your mind. There's that uh, There's that, that, the mental battle he has with Bill Pullman at the end. Yeah. yeah the, the mind fuck area. But I mean, you know, like. I could talk about this movie. We, we should talk about it some in depth one day. It's yeah. got the butts. Oh, well, I and mean, the score
0: is by Brad Fidel, who did like Fright Night, which is one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. <laughs> anyway, sorry. And if you own the CD of this soundtrack, you need to fucking hold on to that and make sure it's in really good condition because they did not make a lot of those. Oh, yeah. Just mental note. As a soundtrack collector myself, yeah. It's one of those they just didn't put a lot out because they didn't put a lot into the release of this movie. Yeah. Hmm. This People, movie like this movie has like one of my favorite things,
3: which is well you're in a town and everyone's against you and you don't realize it. It's got a wicker man feel yeah, to it. Very, yeah, it's very like it's, it's like, very... And also but I Bill mean, Pullman has so many chances to leave.
2: Yeah, they tell, tell him to does. leave. Like he fucking you know, he like, fu- he, like uh, he pulls him into his fucking his, his his office. He's like, You need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, they do everything. They fucking, I would have been gone then, yeah. And when he was like, Get out of here, and I would have been like, Okay, man, I'm out. You need to get out of here. <laughs> he's like, He's like, You need to get out of here. We're gonna kill you, and he's just like, Oh, I've got money. <laughs> and but when they fucking strap him to that chair, like, Nope, like, like it's fucking terrifying. Like, and if you've never seen the movie, if you've seen the movie like Casino Royale, it's almost a similar scene, it's very similar where fucking Bond is just sitting there naked, and you know, he's got people around him like trying to torture him, but like. So Bill Pullman is uh, strapped down to this uh, to this chair. It's like the size of an electric chair, like a real mm. one.
0: It's and heavy uh, duty. It's not going anywhere. You're Captain, not getting out of this. No. Pap-
2: Captain Petrod is uh, standing in front of him with uh, just 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 staring at him, fucking menacingly. Yeah, he's like
0: scream. He's like, ah! yeah, he's yeah. Like, he just tells He's like,
2: I want to hear you scream, and he screams, and he's like, that's. That doesn't work for me. I forget what he, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't say it like that. He says something else. I would love that in the script. No, it, no, yeah. no. That wasn't good. That wasn't good. But uh then like they two guys come out and they fucking separate his legs and you're like, Oh, what's he doing? Oh, he's got a hammer and that's a spike. Yeah. Oh, he put yeah. it on the ta- he put it on the chair and just right through his fucking balls. Uh,
0: and we and, have friends that actually do that for a living and have fun with it, but it's it's not a goddamn railroad spike.
2: No. Do we? Yeah. Okay, I I Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know about these. I have a lot (laughs) of sideshow friends, and we all have
0: mutual friends,
2: and I have a personal friend. And then they they dump him on the side of the road, and that's not what makes him want to leave. I know. Yeah, he's like, I'm an archaeologist. I got to go... Find out He's, what's going on. You gotta sell your bag, shit, fucking asshole. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like a dumb Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Indiana Jones is pretty dumb too. He's just like fuck
2: it. I don't know this. If Indiana Jones got a railroad tie through his dick, he probably would have left.
0: Yeah, but he doesn't make millions. This guy's getting paid millions because he
2: pays people millions. And it was great because he tried to pay him off too. So, like, do you want money? They're like, we don't want your money. No. Like, yeah, fuck him. We own this country. We're like, what are you talking about? Yeah, and then they get him to leave by murdering the girl that he was with. Yeah. But- so I, I, wrote
0: the, uh, I wrote the name of the book that this is based off of. It's called The Serpent and the Rainbow. A Harvard Scientist Astonishing Journey in the Secret Societies of Haitian Voodoo, Zombies and Magic by Wade Davis. That sounds like a light read. Right. Based on the experiences of Clarvis or Claravis uh Narcissi, who was a zombie for over two years on that drug, the Tetrodotoxin.
2: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which is which which has been proven to be bullshit. Yeah. The, uh, and, <laughs> and even the movies like work.
0: the movies like, oh, this has been going on. And they have been working on that. Uh, that what I just said. <laughs> I can reset. I don't yeah. think I can say it again. Uh, since like the, like the mid eighties, before this movie was even born, and they realized like no, a lot of this is not has nothing to do with it. But there is something that happened on the set, and I know I've mentioned this before on the podcast, and I'm going to go through it a little bit more here. The co-writer had a mental breakdown while filming, and he had to be put on a plane to go home because there's a story that I think it's in the special features of one of the damn discs. It might even be on the. Uh, VHS I've got here because they put the making of it behind it, like at the end. And Wes Craven talks about like you know something, something, something. You shouldn't be here. And they're like, well, you know, we're, we're, I want to go on a on a quest or whatever. I'm, I'm going to find out what's going on. He's like, well, then you will. And he said he didn't wake up for like he woke up like two days later or something like that where wow. they blew something in his face. I need to find that uh, that interview and put it in the comment section or like in the description of this video. And I want to find that so much because I, I I tried to find it. And write it down, but I just wrote down from what I could remember. But that's 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 fucking crazy. So whatever the hell that is,
2: you think no no no. You think anybody had a mental break when they were filming Nightmare on Elm Street? (laughs) (laughs) Same. This has this has to be a scary Johnny Depp. He (laughs) he fucking Werner Herzog just fucking crew man.
0: Yeah he did yeah he did and they actually had to leave um, Haiti because they were uh, they were no longer safe. So some of that stuff was filmed somewhere else. Serpent of the Rainbow.
2: Man. It's underrated. Big <laughs> it time. is underrated. Yeah. Yeah, and if you haven't seen it, like just fucking forget what I said and just watch it. Just don't be just don't be scared of anything cuz Wes Craven takes every every major phobia and just puts it in that fucking movie. Yeah. yeah. And if Mortician sampled it and put it in one of their songs, you know it's a good movie. You know <laughs> it's a good movie.
0: <laughs> they're on tour. <laughs> so, From a Whisper to a Scream, 1987. Did anybody watch that one? Nope. I did. Oh, nice. Oh, Ace did. I did.
2: Directed uh, by Jeff Burr. Tell me about this one,
0: Ace. It's a uh,
3: little tale. He's got to find <laughs> the <in his laughs> No, sorry. Yeah, it's the second segment of the... It's uh, different segments of horror movies where Vincent Price is like... It's an anthology. To this woman. It's an anthology. Um, It's really good. Uh, the whole movie's really good, but the main thing about this, which we're talking about now, would be the voodoo, which is the second segment. Um. It's an escaped slave uses voodoo to stay alive forever, basically. Yeah, it's called On the Run. Yeah, and uh, this white dude who gets killed by some people he owed money to, he picks him up off the side of the road, uses it to bring him back to life. Um, and the guy realizes what he he sees these clippings of him where he's it's like it's where he finds out this guy's like, he's like, oh, this guy's been around for like over a hundred years. So he's like I want your I want the secret. I want your secret. Give it to me. And they get in a big fight. Uh, then it's like the story of every voodoo movie. I want yeah, your no. secrets. Give and them then, to me. Then the uh, the dumb white guy doesn't realize he already had the potion put in him and this guy like basically just like fucks him up. <laughs> and then he has to live the rest of his days like all burned up and like disfigured and stuff because that guy Didn't realize he was Joke's on him Forever Joke's on him It's a twist (laughs) It's a
0: twist ending It's really good it's a I great like anthology, it. actually. That's a really bad No, and it's like a very low budget it, but, movie. But, I mean, yeah. Jeff Burr, this is like his second movie. He hadn't done uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part 3 or Pumpkinhead 2. Yeah. You know, I'm he sure. hadn't done any of that stuff yet. And he was able to get Vincent Price for this movie.
2: Yeah. So he, what you're saying is he hadn't peaked yet. Not even close. From
3: what I've Pumpkin read, Pumpkinhead 2. From what I read, much <laughs>
0: to Vincent Price's chagrin. <laughs> right. Okay. So I actually wrote down, I'm going to quote this. This is Jeff Burr's story on how he was able to get Vincent Price. Huh, it's called "We Came Bearing Gifts," and you wouldn't know. And it's, called, it's called "We Came Bearing Gifts," and it starts with "We Came Bearing Gifts," and you wouldn't know that you wouldn't believe it. But he opened the door to himself as we knocked. It was a there was like a flurry of like, "Gee, Mister Price, we're fans of how you're, of your work, and we wrote this script," and he actually invited us inside, us inside, me and a writing partner. <laughs> this is, these are quotes. Security. He had a very. He had every reason to ignore us and tell us to get the hell out of here or just be polite and say, talk to, my, talk to my agent. But he said, no, it's okay, boys. Come on in. So he was gracious. He invited us in, sat down, talked to us for about 15 minutes, took the script, and that's how it all started. Hmm. That's hmm. how you get Vincent Price. Yeah. Because what was he doing at that time? He was knocking on heaven's door, man. <laughs> right. It was It was close. Yeah. He hadn't even done, like, what was it uh, Edward Scissorhands yet? He had that yeah. script
2: on his desk, and he's like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> there are
0: interviews with him who's saying that he was, the script was misrepresented. But if you listen to that story, he knew exactly.
3: He was just trying yeah. to play it off.
0: Yeah. But it's, it's good. good. The first segment's got uh,
3: Clue Gallagher in it. Yeah, he does. And he just and had a birthday. And it's really good. Like, um. He just has like a, it's like him and his sister, and they have a very weird relationship.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He gives her baths.
1: (laughs) It's uh, very
0: strange. I remember the third one. It's called Love's Crafts Traveling Museum or Amusements or something like that. Yeah That was a cool one too Yeah I just I like I, li- I love anthology movies anyways Yeah It's I mean, got good you,
3: effects too Like everything looks good it's For not, as cheap as they yeah. got that Fuck yeah man
2: See speaking of anthologies You sort of missed it Trilogy of Terror It's on every voodoo movie list And the only thing I can think of It's is not the, really voodoo It, it isn't wild. really voodoo uh, The shorts Because it's a trilogy Oh the, the Karen short, Black and, segment. And Amelia, yeah Well yeah. Karen Blackson All of them it's Finished Well yeah good point <laughs> Which, <laughs> Which one is the Steve The doll Yeah you get the little, little Zuni doll And I guess that's where They get the uh the voodoo. I just had problems which is with like it, a fetish doll or something. Yeah, Z- the Zuni fetish doll. Zuni fetish doll. Yeah, little little fucking which is just fangs. like
1: <laughs> like the, the whole
3: thing chasing her around the house. <laughs> I think,
0: As a kid, that terrified the fuck out of me. And this okay. was, oh, yeah. this was a
2: made-for-TV film too, wasn't it? it was, oh uh, yeah, ABC. Yeah, yeah, ABC. ABC movie of the week.
0: I think it was made by the same guy who did uh, like Dark Shadows and Night Stalker and all that stuff.
2: Written by Richard Matheson and uh, William Nolan. And le- Richard Matheson's a legend.
3: Yeah. he's. I mean, he also wrote "I Am Legend." Yes, but, he did. <laughs> but he also
2: he also wrote a lot, some
3: Twilight Zone episodes <laughs> that are really good. Which is uh, he wrote the one with uh, Does it have voodoo in it on the airplane? <laughs> no, but they're on the airplane. Nightmare twenty thousand. Nightmare feet of... twenty thousand feet. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a good could one.
2: Have, could it could it could have been some voodoo in there? But uh, yeah, that that that's the only one that relates to. But it's on every list. You look at them, they're like trilogy of terror, and I'm like.
1: It's not really. Yeah, it's why
2: not a, I didn't even write it down because. Well, I, I mean, I guess like, it has possession because she kills the little Zuni thing and it possesses her. Spoiler. Yeah. Um. But it's just like a. It's just like watching a fucking, like a Scooby Doo. She's just running from this thing and it's got a knife and it's just fucking moving around like, <laughs> little yeah. puppet nah, 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 nah. and uh my only complaint is like uh they put it in a suitcase and if she'd have bought better luggage there's no way it would have gotten out of that suitcase. No. if it had been real leather like real like not like we're not talking jc penny's leather we're talking about real leather Oh, my. it would have been stuck
0: more of those old awful <laughs> fucking of <laughs> those old luggage commercials where like the gorilla is beating them up whatever yeah
2: yeah i don't
3: remember that steve fuck i'm old it's kind of like you know who did it better. The Simpsons pretty much ripped that off, and they had that one where like the Krusty doll they had the little Krusty doll, and the guy was like, "See what your problem here is. You have it turned on evil. You <laughs> <laughs> put it on good."
2: I know. Well, talking about dolls, I've got Child's Play up there. Yeah. See, that's what I think of when I think when I, when I think of voodoo. What a segue! Because <laughs> hey, man, be, <laughs> right there. Because because uh, uh, there's, there's two things. One, you get Charles Lee Ray, which we we're going to do a Child's Play episode soon, so we won't. We won't we we won't go too too far in depth, but he he uses voodoo to put his soul into this doll, this good guy doll, because he's a good guy, right? Oh, oh yeah, no, he's
0: your friend of the end, Dave. <clears throat> but yeah.
2: you know there is there are things like the voodoo doll that's brought up into this. He confronts he confronts his uh, master, the guy that taught him everything about voodoo, and he won't tell him. So what's he do? He brings out his voodoo doll, He breaks his, twists the leg, leg breaks. <laughs> Threatens him again. He's like, "Break your arm." So he breaks, twists it, breaks his arm. He stabs him, kills him.
0: It's a badass scene because it's a voodoo
2: doll, and that's that was. I think that's used in a lot of a lot of other movies too. It is, and it's not even in voodoo. No, it's not. No, you can
0: go. You will get. You will see it in every little shop. All that it's it's from Haitian voodoo or whatever how you want to pronounce that v o d o u, which is different from like what we're trying to talk about, which is like mainly. Uh, the uh, like New Orleans, Louisiana, yeah. and the Creole. So I made a note about that. It's like, there are things that are have no connection. So voodoo dolls actually came from Europe and not Africa. Mojo bags, the gri, whatever you want to pronounce it, originated in Ghana in uh, Daguba, not Daguba, and is adorned <laughs> with Islamic scriptures because it was mainly an Islamic tradition made to ward off evil, was adopted by Louis, Louisiana voodoo. But not originally voodoo. Well, where
2: do shrunken heads come from? Then?
0: Hand of Glory. I don't know that one. I didn't actually uh, look that one up, but please do. The Hand of Glory. A dried and pickled left hand of a hanged man originated from the French, uh, as in main de glory. It was also a European belief that if you put a lit candle in the hand, you would render all who saw it motionless, and the flame could only be put out by milk. This is not a voodoo thing, but, but it's, it's, it's like appropriation, man. Yeah. That's all. I remember I was like, it's, we're going to talk about that, yeah. Because that's such a great fucking scene in Child's Play. Yeah. Where he's torturing the person who taught him the magics. Because he knows
1: he's evil.
0: Dembella. Okay. Also Haitian. Yeah, So it's a Haitian Creole chant. Yeah. People like those words that are associated with what we're talking about. Uh, that style of voodoo is not like Dembella, uh, Baron Medi, uh, or how you pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Papa Legba. People, oh, you'll hear that. that. Those are all terms... And things that have nothing to do with Louisiana, original Creole, Louisiana New Orleans voodoo.
2: Well, it's just a it's just a melting pot in cinema. It's just like you can you can relate it in any way. Yeah, I mean, look at the, we'll look at the, um, shit hatchet. H- or hatchet- Absolutely, H- yeah. Hatchet, hatchet two. Uh You get uh, Tony Todd. Voodoo. Exactly. That's
0: great. Yeah, but you will also go down to any con- any not just country, but any state, any city, whatever that is. Like, say, it's a it's, it's the Catholic farm. You go in there and they'll be like, "Well, that's actually Baptist, but we just sell it here because it makes money." Yeah. You go into those kind of shops. I mean, I've been to Memphis where they have all kinds of like altars and things like that. Uh, But not on the ones on Beale Street are all like hot topics, man. Oh yeah, yeah. They all have, they're. A, shit ton of voodoo stuff in there, but the voodoo dolls, and it's just like, wow, shrunken heads, like you just brought up, I've completely forgot about that cliche when it comes to voodoo, but none of these movies that we're watching right now really address that. No, No. I remember the Vincent Price shrunken head, like, kit I could buy from a comic book when I was a kid.
2: Yeah, so this isn't uh, uh, the Northwestern region of the Amazonian forests. Yeah, so just not even close. No, Peru, Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> Again, anything Wrong that's black continent. and magical. Ooh, we
0: got to put it all together.
3: It's like people are sitting around in a like writers' room, and they're like, "We got to figure out some way where this guy goes from normal to fucked
0: up." And some guys are just like, ah, voodoo.
3: I don't know. And they're like,
0: <laughs> put it in the movie. <laughs> one of my favorite episodes. I just we were just. Kind of, I barely even said it, but uh, there's a show called Kolshak The Night Stalker. One oh, of my yeah. favorite episodes is called The Zombie, and it's terrifying. It's the one where he's. It's like uh, these mafia guys are all getting killed up in Chicago, and they're all getting broken in half by a guy that was wronged by them, whose mom is a voodoo priestess. So she brings him back, and he. <laughs> takes the bus around town. I'm not kidding. And he's rotted and fucked up looking, but you never really see his face. But you can see, like, like at one point, Kolchak, the the, the investigator, his name's Kolchak, he jumps on a bus that the zombie just got on, and you can see the back of his head, like, all boils and bubbly and shit. I'm like, and he's just on the bus. One, did he bring change? He's got a fast pass.
1: I guess. No, sorry. Kolchak,
3: public transport.
0: It's a great episode where it's got voodoo, a voodoo priestess. he actually looks up and he tells you all these facts that don't make any real sense when it comes to actual voodoo. You have to sew the zombies' mouth shut while put in salt in it, and it's like, who the fuck is doing that to a zombie? <laughs> <laughs> but there's a scene where he has to go, uh, creep into this old, like, broken down. We um, call it goddamn car graveyard. What are they called?
2: Junkyard. Junkyard, thank you guys. Salvage yard,
0: yes. And he has to crawl inside of a hearse <laughs> that this body is laying in, and he crawls next to it, lights all these little candles while the zombie's asleep, and he's just sweating. And I'm sweating watching this scene. The music's perfect. It's a, it's something I you should definitely seek it out. They just put it on Blu-ray. Cole Shack the Night Stalker. They made two TV shows, two TV movies to follow that, uh, the Night Stalker and the Night Strangler. But my, one of my favorite episodes it's of been that whole this forever to watch. A Motherfucker, of those. Yeah. buy it, man. It's so good. So
2: will have a watch party. Speaking of other TV shows, <laughs> X-Files, X-Files did one. I see. I forgot about it. There was an episode called Fresh Bones. That was an oh, X-Files nice. episode where they, where they touch on voodoo. And it's been so long since I've seen it because it was season fucking two.
3: Oh, was, yeah. Those are yeah. my favorite se- X-Files, like season one and two, when it was like Monster of the Week. Right. Yeah. Those <laughs> were the best ones. And I hated then- it when they went to like. More of like a, hey, if you missed last week, you're never going to know what's going on this week. Oh, yeah. The underlying, like, the whole story arc going on. I liked it. It was just like, hey, what town are we in this week? There's a crazy guy. There's a monster. Let's figure it out. Wrap it all up in
0: one episode. We're done. That is hilarious because Chris Carter has quoted many times as saying that Night Stalker is the reason how you made X-Files. So, good one. Yeah. X-Files, Dave. Did you bring it up?
3: That used to be an event, man. X Files came on, you were at home watching it. Oh That's yeah, right. it, was, it was. Oh an event. absolutely, it's yeah. back when
0: they wouldn't let Gillian Anderson lose weight. Yeah, which was really weird because yeah. you're supposed to have sexy fox. And, and they had like a g- you fucked up, man. When she got, I mean, she's always hot. Yeah. Like when they when she was allowed to lose weight, I'm like, fuck you, Okay, You yeah. know what? I don't want to go
2: into that. And but- they had a guy on the show called Cancer Man that smoked all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, 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 right. That was fucking in your face. But
3: that was the sexiest duo on TV forever, man. Plus those names, they Scully.
1: Mulder. Mulder. I mean, we're not going we're, we're to get in the fucking tangent. <laughs> we
2: don't care about his fucking lost kid.
1: We're gonna <laughs>
2: <laughs> maybe if he knew some voodoo, he could bring him back. So let's go to uh, what's next? Yeah, voodoo dawn. Don't know shit about that. Oh man, what is that? I, I wish got I tales got tales from the
0: hood. Did
3: the... well tales from the hood. We're yeah. getting to that. Are
1: That's we? Really? We're
0: not there yet. The... No, no, we're on. Uh, I, I've got voodoo dawn on the wall there. I've got uh, demoni three, which we kind of talked about. The uh, Umberto Lindsay. Uh, also known as Black Demons, uh, and then you've got Bava made a movie called Demon Three, which is known. As, it's actually the Ogre, which is a major television movie, which has nothing to do with voodoo or zombies. I've never seen that. It's par for
2: the course for the Italians. Yeah, <laughs> I love one. I
0: love I love Demons One and Two. I've never watched that third one. Yeah, uh, that's what it, that's what's called in in Italy is Demoni Three. Uh, but Shock 'em Dead. Oh, shock dead rules. Yeah. Let's talk about some Quadros and some Tracy Lords. Uh, Tracy Lords, Ma- Michelangelo Badio. <laughs> he has the double neck guitar.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's Ooh. a Mark
0: Fried movie uh, starring Steve Quadros, who most people, we've touched upon this one time before, and I cannot remember the episode, but it was like when we had Derek and he was it like, It was probably the heavy we metal. We did the episode. heavy metal episode. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> then we won't have to go too much into it, but I know you're itching to talk about it, Ace. Oh, uh, yeah. Guy makes a deal. The
3: guy wants to be a rock star. And he, don't we all? <laughs> he goes and tries out for this band, and they're like, I can't remember the song they're singing at the end of the movie, but it's, it's like, uh, it's really, this really really long really bad. fucking
0: solo, double neck solo. Yeah,
3: but he sells his, uh, he makes a deal with a voodoo priestess. She promises him the fulfillment of all his dreams he wakes if up he swears bed. obedience to her.
2: Yeah, that's right. And he wakes up in bed with ladies, and he can play guitar. They have to drink your blood, but you can kill him with like, yeah. yeah. He can't eat food. He has to kill people to live. Well, yeah. I mean, most rock stars in the 80s didn't eat food. They just lived off cocaine. Yeah.
3: <laughs> There's one really good part in that movie where he's like, they're like, they're working at a pizza place, which has a like hole drilled in the wall so he can watch women change. So you're like, this is supposed to be the guy you feel like he's like the hero of the story, and you're like, oh, he's also a sexual predator. That's nice. Yeah, he's pretty bad. <laughs> but he like he shows back up at the pizza place later on and like literally like looks in the window and he goes, <clears throat> give me a fucking pizza. <laughs> <laughs>
0: shock them dead everybody <laughs> now we can talk about tales from the hood if you want 1995 that's right that's
2: when we get back to that's 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 when we start get back into the uh exploitation horror horror era again um tales from the hood man good soundtrack rap song on the soundtrack that makes it good yeah it does horror, <laughs> horror films with rap songs are great what do you got from this one Steve?
0: not much i not thought much. you guys had more i got it kkk Go comeuppance yeah that, that was that, that, that was that was
2: it that was a that was really another
0: good. great actual uh, fucking anthology movie actually. This
3: movie's underrated. I um we, we watched it at Gore Club recently yeah. on a Sunday and I I own it. Um but it's really good and it and like and everything it has like a meaning and it's like it's not just kind of like a dumb horror movie. Like everything on there like you kind of get to the end of it and you're like yes, get revenge. Right? <laughs> like, That's how it. I
0: felt when I watched Candy Man. Yeah. Like fuck
3: yeah, man. It's really good. Um the, the segment of this one is there's the racist senator who's based on pretty much any senator from the South. <laughs> <laughs> just name one. Throw a door dart at yeah, a board, you'll Strom get it. Strom Thurmond, there you go. <laughs> but, uh, he like, lives in the house where what they call, it was Miss Cobbs who is a hoodoo witch. Um, she has the dolls in there, and they transferred the slave souls inside the dolls that she created, and there's a painting of her surrounded by the dolls on the wall and he's like gonna like move in there's all these people protesting at the house because everybody knows this guy's racist and he's living in this house that he shouldn't be living in and then all the dolls come back and get the revenge on him and kill
2: him as they should <laughs> as, as
3: they should they which makes should. you see that and you're like yes kill that old racist white man
2: <laughs> <laughs> so this the, this movie was directed uh by rusty cundiff um who also He didn't. He didn't do. He he did a lot of television. He did uh, a lot of date the Dave Chappelle show. Oh, nice. Um, It was written by uh, him and Darren Scott. Uh, Darren Scott uh, had also written Stepfather Two. Another underrated (laughs) movie. Actually, yeah. Back to Jeff Burr. (laughs) (laughs) So, but he but he also he also did Menace to Society, Loving a Forty Five, Sprung, The Brothers. Uh, Tales from the Hood Two, so he's, Ooh, he's he's got a good he's got a good resume here. Um, Eleven to forty five is great. <clears throat> Tales from the Hood Two, mm, not so much. I didn't eh. Watch it, but I mean the movie had like Corbin Burnson, David Alan Greer, Anthony Griffith, uh, lots of lots of people that you may not know their names. You may recognize them if you saw him, Clarence Williams the Third. Um, but uh, it. It did all right in the box office. Didn't do great, but it was was a good, fun movie. I enjoyed
3: it. I think that was like David Alan Greer's first serious movie because before that, pretty much everybody just knew him as that guy from In Living Color. (laughs) Yeah. And he was like, did the men on film two snaps and (laughs) around the world. Yeah, no shit. In a Z formation. (laughs) hated it. Yeah, that was like really. And also, I saw David Alan Greer do stand-up, and it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my
0: life. No shit. It was really good. I loved In Living Color as a kid and i don't know how well it stands up now. i think i need to go back and watch it. i think a lot of it is i've saw some of it like years later
3: and i think it's more funny when i was a kid. yeah, well, Spe- well mainly the i think mainly
2: the jim Carrey stuff was a lot more funny. i don't know, i was watching a scene from it today, a clip. it was uh Ed O'Neill and Jamie Foxx telling each other your mama jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh it was fucking comedy gold. Yeah. I mean but
0: like some of that it's it's interesting to go back and look at some of the the themes and like the skits from that time and go, ooh, that didn't age well and like the men on film. I don't think that probably ages very well. No, probably not. I don't <laughs> think so. I'm just saying, I need to go back and check that out. Uh let's see. I mean I actually put on more movies on my own list that really have nothing to do with Voodoo, it's like another thing. It's like Dead and Breakfast, all those movies that just like a black magic. It's like well, it's any, not even real. There voodoo, are so though.
2: many when you look at a list for it. I saw the movie The Witch on there, and I was like, why what? is this voodoo? What? Yeah, that's not even. Yeah, um, so they're pretty much, you take any movie and say there's magic in it and there's evil, and you can just throw voodoo in there, and then there you go. Like I said, <laughs> yeah. throwing a dart at the board, put evil in it, yeah. voodoo. There you go.
3: There's like uh, I eat your skin. Oh, yeah. Which is go back to the 70s. But, I drink your blood. Yeah. And it's like a cancer researcher. It's always on a Caribbean island. <laughs> but they discover that by treating the natives with snake venom, he can turn them into bug eyed zombies. That's the description. <laughs> nice. Of movie. Yeah. I actually like that movie. <laughs> yeah. And it's always, if you ever watch any of those old trailers, it's always like, it's always in the double pack with, like, I eat your skin, I drink your blood. Yeah. And in the guy, I just—it's always burned into my brain. Where the guy's like, "I eat your skin, I drink
0: your, drink your blood. blood." There's a great band. I don't know if they're around anymore. Called the Exotic Ones from Tennessee. Ones. That's the name. And one they one wrote of the a great song called "That <laughs> I Drink Your Blood and I Eat Your Skin." So I looked up a couple of things that I thought was very interesting when it came to actual voodoo, and one of them was a few times a mother as a a priestess uh, performed a ritual to help the community in New Orleans and one of them in 1995 was a ritual to perform to drive out violence and drugs out of the community which is really great. Here's another one. In in 2001 one was performed to help the Saints win a football game. So, and so, to we, improve their chances of winning the Super Bowl, which I think two years later they did. So, yeah, one. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Two years later they did after that. after Hurricane Sandy. So, 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 what you basically told me is uh, a voodoo ritual is the equivalent of thoughts and prayers. I
0: don't know. I'm not. Uh, well, <laughs>
2: that's what you just said, dude. I didn't. I wrote it down and I repeated it. Okay. I, damn it. Um, we could just we could just start doing rituals for everything. A fucking football game. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. Man. Why not? Yeah, some people are
3: just. There is, I, I guarantee, there is probably a whole bunch of dudes who have like a voodoo doll of Tom Brady. They're just like pushing pins and like, when are you ever going to die? <laughs> and apparently, they don't know that it's all bullshit. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, whatever. I was raised Catholic. All everybody ever prayed for was
2: uh, UK to win a game. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> they would, they would do that. Yeah. Yeah. They'd do pull the Tebow. You waste, oh. waste your prayers on something like that.
0: God, it's a, it's an interesting journey to go through film history as well as just normal just. Fucking American history and then knowing where a lot of this comes from in different mm. countries and, and trying to pull facts and and fiction and pull it apart and figure it out. I mean, I had a hell of a time yeah. trying to figure out what yeah. some of these movies are <laughs> voodoo or not. And the and the answer is the same thing. I think what Jay said last November when we, when we recorded the witchcraft. Just watch a documentary, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I think that is true. With the exception of, you know, a couple of them. I walked with a zombie, like I said, there they they try to go into like what actual voodoo or voodoo is yeah in that movie but i mean you go past that it just gets more and more ridiculous and fun yeah. yeah i think some of these movies are just trying to be fun we didn't
0: we barely talked about anything uh let's we haven't talked about maniac cop three badge of silence that, that, doesn't, that doesn't
2: fucking count <laughs>
0: Hey, he, uh, uh, excuse me. They did bring him back through
2: a,
3: a priest practicing voodoo arts resurrected Matt Cordell in that movie. So. Oh shit, that's right.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I did. I saw that. It's, oh my god, it was okay. It was written by Larry Cohen. God rest your soul. Yeah, and directed by Bill Lustig. Bill Lustig was so fucking pissed off that because he he they kept fucking with the script and kept messing with his script and uh, his uh, his his budget that he only gave him like a forty uh, five minute movie. Yeah. So someone else, and I forgot the guy's name, came in and finished, like, yeah. and just added a bunch of scenes that were not supposed to be in there. They kept messing with the script, like I said, and he's just like, fuck it. So now, if you watch the version that I think that's put out now by his own company, Blue Underground, yeah. it's like Alan Smithy, I think.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It uh, also, that movie has the same church as Prince of Darkness. It does. <laughs> Jackie um, Earl Haley is in it, dude. You know that? that cast
2: is great, man. Robert Davi, Robert Zadar. <laughs> yep. except Robert Davi is a fucking psychopath now. If you go to, <laughs> he's a fucking Trump conspiracy theorist. Oh, oh yeah, no. he is, man. Like I, it, they watched Maniac Cop two on uh, last cool. drive in, and someone was like, I wonder if he's. Still, I was like, I wonder if Robert, you know, uh, uh, Robert Davi's still alive. And I went to his tw- I was like, oh, he's got a Twitter. Oh. Not oh, the Wishmaster. <laughs> oh no, that's a div- well. I don't. Did he play Wishmaster? He was in- Wishmaster, right?
0: No, yeah. no, 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 no. That was a Robert. Dovey? That's a Andrew, Andrew. Div- oh, Andrew Dividoff. Div- 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 no, Robert div- him, Davi, Andrew Divoff. It sounds kind of. We've done this before on this podcast. We we gotten these these actors confused, and it's funny. <laughs> they another look one was- alike. Well, another one was like Arnold Vosloo, who played Darkman in two and three. I got him. He's also in the Mummy with Brandon Fraser. I've got Which one was up. in Showgirls? <laughs> <laughs> One of those two was in there oh, It wasn't I Robert
3: Zadar
2: you not never forget that was. chin
0: Well not Robert Yeah that Conan <laughs> <laughs> You broke that jaw. Yeah I took my Jango and Cash <laughs> Oh man This pig man.
2: broke my neck My back and my mm. jaw you Any, that <laughs> job? Any day we can get a Tango and Cash reference, and I'm happy.
3: Oh, God. Anyway, Ted Ramey's in that movie. Yeah. yeah, he is. And Jackie yeah. Earl Haley. That's yeah, he right. does.
0: He, he gets he gets killed like five times in that movie, yeah. it seems like to me. He gets Robert Forrester? Yeah. Oh, Bobby. Yeah. Bobby Forrester. And Robert Zadar. Robert Zadar actually would visit this area a lot because I have a friend who comes to the Gore Club who would make these really interesting Movies and Robin Zadar would just be in them. Like, yeah. okay, this, this episode we're gonna fall down some steps, and it's yeah, it's Robin Zadar at the end of the steps. <laughs> <He is>. Yeah, <laughs> this is before he died. it's like a couple of years before he passed yeah. away. Super Hill, I
1: think
3: the oh, name.
0: you know I what I'm that talking about. Super okay. Hill. He plays yeah. like Grainy Bob or something. It's like It's fucking that. Yeah. funny, man. Yeah. Very and like zero budget movies. Oh yeah, and they're having a good time though. I, I appreciate that, especially you know you're gonna just hang out with your friends and make a movie that yeah, not too many people are gonna see. I mean, I think you can find it on YouTube, but yeah. But the best thing about, before we go on, Maniac Cop 3
3: has the best chase scene in a movie because the he's driving the cop car and it's on fire. And he literally, like, pulls up next to the guy that he's chasing and just, like, puts his foot out the car and kicks the car over. <laughs> like, it just, like, flips over. <laughs> he's the road. Maniac
0: Cop. It's so good. <laughs> and that movie's kind of a love story because, of, like, it's at the end. Like, they show his hand grasping Katie's hand. The girl. Yeah. It, yeah. I was like, it's a love story, damn it. But you
3: don't voodoo. get that cool song from No maniac Dave. Dave cop Dave's shaking his head.
0: <laughs> you don't get the
3: maniac cop rap in the second, yeah. in the third one. There, there's no rap. It's
2: not. It's not worth a shit. Which we've talked about many times. Yeah. Actually, he's the maniac cop. So, so that's I think, our roundup of voodoo I think, movies. I think we're gonna wrap it up. <laughs> so it on maniac. Let's <laughs> just end on maniac cop. This seems like the most relevant movie we've talked about tonight. It's totally real voodoo. <sighs> too. No, it's not Steve. It's not. But uh so what's uh Don't do it. What? <laughs> <laughs> what uh what what's your what's your favorite voodoo movie? I think we're all
0: going to say the same thing, but I'm going to say okay, you know what? I'm not going to choose, choose Angel Heart. I'm not going to choose Serpent in the Rainbow. Wizard of Oz. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all of these, I I'm, I'm seriously uh I'm going to say Scream. Scream Blackula Scream is way up there. Zombie 2. Fuck, I mean, there's some really good ones. Child's Play, I love the first one. Oh, we'll say Child's Play for you then. Okay, thanks, man. It's All it's right. fitting because that show is actually pretty cool.
2: For me, it'd be toss up between Serpent and the Rainbow and Sugar Hill. Oh yeah, those are both
0: excellent yeah. movies. God damn, yeah.
2: Scariest Wes Craven movie ever made? Fight Me.
3: It is. I'm gonna. Yeah, that's my choice. Serpent and the Rainbow. It's the only one I think that takes it slightly seriously. Yeah, they like, did. They did their best. Yeah, everything. Oh, like if you look at any, you look at any zombie or any zombie movie before *Night of the Living Dead*, or anything with voodoo in it from like the '30s, '40s, and '50s. It just looks like a smashing pumpkins music video with like a bunch of people <laughs> who like who just kind of are just like yeah this is a vehicle and a white guy is a voodoo queen voodoo king it's always like a white guy who's the voodoo
0: master every time right Like, right. Bela Lugosi. which is yeah. not voodoo yeah and that it's is not. the difference between hoodoo and voodoo is that voodoo is mainly uh, a female and do what.
1: And- and who do? Uh, fuck off! Is mainly who men? You do, yeah. It, 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 sons
0: of bitches. I'm I just trying. To,
2: hey, Steve, just sing the song for me.
0: <laughs> I'm just trying to cry as hard as like well, can I can to cry. God damn but it! Does he remind you of? Fuck does everybody! Remind you of You're all on fire. <laughs> you
1: Okay, get us out of here, Dave. All <laughs> right, but
2: before we go, I'll let you know why we keep bugging you about this. So we have side bets, and we're going to do this every time we <laughs> score. Our side bet was to see who can make you sing that song. <laughs> and nobody succeeded, so nobody wins this week. I'll come up with another one for next week.
0: Oh, okay, you <laughs> bastards.
2: So uh, stay tuned to see what we uh, try to gamble with on Steve. <laughs> oh, whatever, you know what I'm going to do? Boom! All right, get the fuck out of here. Anyways, uh, thank you for. I'm just going to turn off his mic here. Just turn it off. off. Hey, God's mic slaps. Oh, I'm going to slap the shit out of somebody. Anyways. uh, And this is the last episode of the Gore Club (laughs) podcast ever. Thanks for listening. You can find us on. uh, I turned off your microphone, too. (laughs) I would have done it too. You can find us uh, on. The list is gone, but you can find us online Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple, Apple. <laughs> like my life. God damn it. Corey, hold that sign up. I'm there you go. Anchor <laughs> FM Breaker, Google Podcast, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Castbox. Verbal.com and You know what If you're listening to this You probably already found us So whatever you found us on Please like Share Subscribe You can find us on YouTube Facebook uh, Only fans No Not yet Okay so, uh- This is going to be me Rubbing your foot <laughs> 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 Only foots Alright uh, Thanks to all the people That are listening to us And uh, Peru Poland It looks like new places Maybe a VPN changer Who knows Anyways We're going to get out of here Bye everybody Bye, Bye. Dig it digga
1: No!